MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. The window. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. And go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. Welcome into At the Window on the Sports Grade TV Network. Happy Football Friday as we wind down the month of November. Before you know it, it'll be December. Christmas season, holiday season, and the football season will be over, which sadly, but we have some weeks to go before we get there. Welcome in at the window, Zumo TV channel uh, 719, also Pluto TV channel 517. Thank you for watching us on YouTube, on Stir TV, and checking us out all day long, all week long here on the show. Now, Drew Martin, he's my co-host. Welcome into the show. Happy Friday to you. What's going on? Sean, happy Friday to you, my man. Feliz Viernes to all the Spanish-speaking listeners out there. And you bring up Pluto TV. Yes. Welcome in. New avenue to watch the show. So, uh, hey, man, it's Friday. It's football Friday, like you said. But, uh, man, you're getting me all sad talking about the end of the football it's season. It's coming, bro. We have it, it, until it, it, February, it's, bro. Dude, it's, it's coming. Yeah, it Really, well, the fantasy football season's coming to an end. Sadly, the college football season, just two more weeks of the regular season left, Drew. That's it. Wrapping up soon. I, two more weeks of the race. Okay, so then Army Navy. I I, I get it. I don't yeah, count championship Army, Navy. Saturday. Yeah. It, yeah. It's coming to an end. Although bowl season is my favorite, John. I got to admit that. 
um, as a sports better. Any degenerate out there knows watching these bowl games and betting on them is one of the best things you can do in your life in terms of entertainment value, in my opinion. And then we got NFL playoffs, yes. Super Bowl, the props. You can bet on all that stuff. So oh, it's, yeah. it's not over yet. Right. That's true. Uh, we have, of course, the NBA, college basketball, which is, you know, still it's actually occurring right now. It's going on right now. You pay attention to it. Betters pay attention to it. The vast majority of the public don't get into college basketball until, uh, I would say, after New Year's, right? Wouldn't you agree? Once New Year's start, hits, right, and the college bowl season, most of the teams have played, I think people switch their focus to college basketball. But, Drew, one thing I, I do want to bring up uh, before we get into the games and to the, the recap, the Texans' victory last night, Thursday night football, uh, just – Barely missing out on covering that uh, three-and-a-half-point spread, winning by just three, Drew. Um, I want to bring up the Yankees real quick. The Yankees, they're fighting with Jacoby Ellsbury, who they just waived. They owe him $26 more million. They, they want to recoup some of the money. This is a report uh, from the New York Post, right, right, Drew? They want to recoup some of the money because they feel he went outside of their, you know, out, went to his own doctors for some treatment. So, they're going to they're gonna pick a fight with Jacoby Ellsbury, who's represented by Scott Boris. So I bring this up, Drew, because Scott Boris, okay, represents Ellsbury. You know who else he represents? Garrett Cole and Steven Strasburg. I, Yankees, gee, come on. Uh, g- just give Ellsbury the money. Don't go down this road. I, I, you know, I, I don't think it'll impact their pursuit of those two free agents I mentioned, Cole and Strasburg. It's just not a fight you want to pick right now with Scott Boris, in my opinion, Drew. Okay, I, I I haven't never really thought of it in that in that sense, but it it does make sense from a business standpoint. I guess if I was Cole in Strasburg, I would be in his here saying, "Hey, that doesn't affect. I want the most money I can possibly make. I don't really care who else you're representing." So I'd put it back on Scott Boris, not not necessarily the Yankees, but yeah. I don't I don't really know it that well. But the Yankees need one of those two pitchers, you know, and to to compete next year and to win a championship next year. And just any little thing that could make that a uh, more unlikely uh, happening, uh, then, yeah, you're worried about it, especially as, as a Yankee fan. But I just think it's petty. Just let Ellsbury go. He's not useful anymore. Pay him his money. It was a bad contract. Let it go. It's over with. Turn the page. You know, and the fact that they're going to fight and try to recoup the money in this battle here, which is not something that usually happens typically. And so it's it's interesting to pay attention to see how this escalates going forward. But a little baseball talk for you as uh, some signings, too. Uh, I don't know if you, you you keep track of the hot stove, Drew, but there's uh, actually some signings going on in the offseason in November in baseball, which is hasn't been the case the last couple of years. So so good, good for baseball and, and good for uh, what's going on with the players getting their money. But, Drew, last night, Thursday night football, what did you think? I, I know the, the under... Came in, as you expertly uh, said it would, right, on your best bets. The under again, primetime, came in. Under first half came in as well. So a lot of winners. And the under first quarter came in. It was nine and a half. The first quarter was scoreless, the, the quarter. The, the 23 and a half first half, what would they score? 20 in the first half, so that was under. And what was it, 46 and a half for the game, the total, and, and it was 37 points. So winner, winner, winner. There you go. How'd you do, Drew? Yeah, right down the line. I mean, we talked about it uh, on yesterday's show in terms of uh, unders on primetime games. I got to tip my cap to you, Sean. I mean, 
you, you were the one that just kind of brought it up out of nowhere, nine and a half to the under on the first quarter. I yeah. mean, the, the gambler in you really saw it, went after it, and scoreless. So uh, yes. hats off to you. That was probably the most impressive bet of the night. Yeah, and gutsy uh, better than I. Whenever you go with the first quarter, but if you believe the first half total is going to be under, which I did, I definitely was playing the first half uh, under total. I looked at the first quarter as well. Jacoby Brissett, as we saw yesterday, struggled. Struggled in the game, and you know that brace that he's wearing on his on his leg that didn't bode well for Marlon Mack. wasn't playing, and so yeah, uh, I, I thought maybe uh, we would have a, a defensive uh, game as it turned out to be. But um, three and a half, boy, used to not covering that really uh, hurt some people last night, Drew. Yeah, I mean the, the hook on the three. Really, in, in all of football, it's a very key number, but it, it shows in prime time in the NFL especially, mainly because it lands on three more than any other number out there. If you're uh, new to sports betting, can't stress that enough. The three to two and a half to three to three and a half are the most important moves in terms of on and off of numbers in NFL gambling there, Sean. So want to get that out to the uh, listeners. Plus the under, you know, that cash is again in prime time in the NFL. Whenever that happens, that's my first look in these NFL Monday nighters, Sunday nighters, Thursday nighters is look towards the under. If it makes sense, jump on it. Also, Sean wanted to circle back to baseball, man. Uh, you were kind of like, uh, you know, do, do you follow it in November? I think there's too much going on. So it's <laughs> tough to make money off of the uh, the MLB offseason. But uh, I will say this when spring training comes around, I always try to like catch a uh, spring training game. I think that's a lot of fun. As, especially being from Florida. Yeah, I'm sure that's a lot of fun. I've never been to a spring training game. Ironically enough, into a lot of sporting events. That's one thing that's on my bucket list, I guess, along with the Grey Cup CFL championship game this Sunday in Calgary. All right, back, more at the window when we return. We'll look at the NFL Week 12 slate, college basketball, and I'll start with a question for Drew. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferreira, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Back into At The Window on the Sports Grid TV network. I am Sean Guasamanquia. Drew Martin with me as well, bringing you right up to 5 p.m. Eastern time when Gabe Morenzi and Cam Stewart come your way for game time decisions right here on the Sports Grid TV network. Get on the grid, Sports Grid. Drew, before we get to college basketball, I see Villanova has a nice uh, seven-point lead over Miss State right now in the second half, number 17 team in the country. So we'll get to that in a second and, and your uh, thoughts on tonight's college basketball slate. But before we do, the the three and a hook in, in the football, in the NFL, or in any sports gambling game, whenever you see that number, do you advise someone to either tease the game down or up or buy a point? Like, what would be your advice to get off that three and a hook and maybe go to two and a hook or 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 even, you know, further away just to get off that three, three and a hook? What, what would be your advice to someone who is a little nervous about that number? Would, would you tease the game or would you buy the point? What would be your advice? Um... I guess this is a it's a little bit of a complicated question, but I'll try to answer it at the best of my ability. One is, you know, two and a half, three, three and a half. If it's right around there, my first bit of advice would be to, to kind of wait it out. If you don't have to bet it right now throughout the week, you'll get different opinion out there in the marketplace. It might come back to the number you want from three down to two and a half or from three to three and a half, whichever way you're looking for it to go. That's that's the best option going forward. Um, it depends on the sports book. Some sports books get very expensive. You know, if you're looking to go from the three to the three and a half, the three to the two and a half, it can be very expensive and in long term, not really worth it to buy that half a point off of the three. Although other sports books aren't as as expensive. So kind of do your research and sometimes early in the week, they'll let you buy it for a little bit less. Um, that's probably the second best option. Okay. Teasing, I'm not a big, a big uh, teaser guy just because you have to have two separate outcomes happen in order to cash your bet. Although, um, you know, there's some research out there that teasing games sidewise in the NFL can be profitable. I just don't, I'm not educated enough on it to, to, to really talk in depth about that, Sean. So th- those are probably the three that, that I would go out and say, you know, what to do. But um, yeah. in terms of, 
you know, what to stay away from, um, like looking to parlay it to, to, you know, stay away from those. Um, I don't know, man. I, I guess mostly I would kind of wait for it to come back to the number that you're looking to bet. Yeah, if not, then just pass on the game altogether. If you're not comfortable with the number and it doesn't come down and you don't wait and you wait as long as you possibly can passing. I mean, you could always pass the game and, and not make a play, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it depends what sport, you know, NFL tends to have a little bit less volatility, you know, a three and a half point favorite, the chances of them, you know, blowing them out by 30 points or losing by, you know, 20 points are less than they are in college football. So it it is also a difference in that and in what sport you're actually betting. But in the NFL, you're right. I mean, uh, you know, don't force anything and live live to bet another day, man. Exactly. All right. Let's talk some college basketball. I know you, you pay attention and uh, you do some great videos and some work on uh, Sports Memo and also Wager Talk, talking college hoops. Uh, I, I want to just focus in on Texas, though. Texas Longhorns, they lost to Georgetown 82-66 yesterday. They're in action again today. Before we get to that game, though, 4-1 and one on the year. Shocker Smart, still the head coach there. Uh, they just lost their first game. 82 points they gave up to the Hoyas. I thought this was going to be a more improved defensive basketball team as they, they got the coach from Michigan, who was with John Beeline for the last two years, and that Michigan was, what, top two in the nation in, in terms of defense. Um, so they got their defensive coach from Michigan. And uh, giving up 82 surprised me. 51% from the field for the Hoyers yesterday. Um, little surprise there. So that being said, what do you have a read on tonight's game with Cal and Texas, what is the, the the spread here? I'm trying to look at the spread. My my screen is jumping. Eleven, Texas favored by eleven here. It's at the Garden. Uh, tip off is at five p.m. Eastern. So I wanted to get that game in before it tips here. Yeah, have any thoughts on this game? The total is one twenty-four. Um, you know Texas getting in the top twenty-five here, Sean. I'm pulling it up as well. I mean, uh, minus eleven. Seems a little rich, Seems neutral rich. court. Yep. I don't know if I would uh, necessarily just off, off the top here go out and lay it with the Longhorns. You bring up uh, Shaka Smart, what he's been able to do there. I kind of thought he would have a little bit more success. So right out the gate, Absolutely. you know, Me losing too. to Georgetown, what, just just yesterday, I believe. Yeah, convincingly, uh, too, Drew. Like, I mean, it wasn't even a game. And they gave up a lot of points and then bad field goal percentage defense and so yeah, a little shocking. It'll take time, I guess, for the for the defensive coordinator. Yeah, let me let me Google his name. He did great things at Michigan, and uh, I'll get that for you, Drew. But so tonight, do, do you have a feel or, or a side, or are you just gonna pass on this game, Cal? Texas? Well, they're four and one, only what two and three ATS, so priced a little bit rich. Cal, I I, I really haven't seen Cal play yet this year. Um, what five and one straight up, three and two ATS. Uh, I guess against Duke, they did get. You know their their doors blown off a little bit. So stepping up in class is always uh, something I like to watch for early on in the season with college basketball. Looks like Cal's had a little bit of a tough time with that. So might pump the brakes on uh, taking the points with Cal as well. You know, neutral site game. Um, I guess what both of these two teams uh, just playing yesterday, but still my my initial lean is is on the under just because uh, you know not used to kind of the atmosphere for some of these younger players. But uh, overall, no, I haven't bet it. Luke Yaklik, that was the defensive coach uh, for Michigan for the last two years. He's now with Shocker Smart. But, yeah, so you get a bass on that one. How about for the slate tonight, looking at college basketball, what are your early, your best bets, your leans here? Uh, Kentucky's in play, LSU. A lot of the big big programs are playing tonight, Michigan as well, but not, not a sexy lineup, so to speak. I know we have Duke later on tonight, 
at the Garden against Georgetown. 13-point favorites in that one. Drew, uh, where are you looking tonight to, to make some money here in college basketball? You know, the Kentucky game. Um, I, I, I'm looking at the Wildcats under here tonight, both uh, into their next few games, you know, try to, you know, watch this game, get a read on how they're playing uh, offensively. But the Wildcats, you know, under John Calipari here, Sean, they're down to uh, seven, possibly eight scholarship players. So I would kind of look for them to, to not push the ball as much and uh, maybe actually play some walk-ons here towards the end. So I, I doubt that they're really going to be kind of pushing the pace, looking to put up a big number offensively. So looking to bet Kentucky under the total. I think it's kind of difficult, you know, when Kentucky has – the, the the athletic advantage that they have with their starters, it's always tough to kind of get a read on if they're going to cover a spread. I think it's a little bit easier to get a read on. They're not going to look to push the pace as much because they don't want to get another guy injured. So I, I, I'm looking to bet them under the total for uh, tonight. I, I, I put the bet in and uh, also going forward after watching today's game. All right. I have to start. Getting into college basketball a little more, uh, Drew. Uh, I've I watch usually like the first couple of games of the year. You get those sexy top ten matchups. You know you're you're interested, and then yeah, there's so much college football to, to pay attention to. The NFL. I mean, I'm I'm still paying attention to Major League Baseball with the hot stove action going on. So uh, I'll, I'll get more into it as the season goes. But uh, I know uh, you do those videos and you keep in track. So I wanted to get your your best bet for, for tonight before we move on to football and let's do that let's move on to the nfl drew week 12 buffalo bills three and a half point favorites at home against denver and i was listening to teddy covers and uh ralph michaels the the sharps they're like denver it's bet they bet it down to three and a half in this game this might be a trap game if, if you believe in such a thing in the nfl i don't really it's not college football with the bills looking forward to thanksgiving in dallas against the cowboys denver Solid defense. Brandon Allen, they were in that game last week with uh, the quarterback for the Denver Broncos. So definitely not a um, definitely a formidable foe. But they have to go to Buffalo. Three and a half. Buffalo should easily get this done. What say you? Are you with the Sharps? You like the Denver Broncos plus three and a half in this game? Um, We get the battle for of the Allens and the quarterback, Sean? Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah, exactly. Yep. Oh, man, this is uh, not the best of quarterback matchups. No, here, it's Sean, not. I'll I, tell I, you I, that. No, Allen played great last week against the Dolphins, AFC Player of the Week, Offensive Player of the Week. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, the other thing I worry about is Philip Lindsay. I, the, the Bills' run defense has been very poor as of late. Forget about the Dolphins. Forget about that game. But even so, uh, Lindsay might be able to, to get some big runs on this defense. And so that's a concern. But I, I think the Bills should be able to cover this three-and-a-half-point spread there, Drew. They should. I, 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 I'm leaning with you on that one, Sean. All right. We'll talk more NFL. Get some college football in as well. We have P. Futek later, but I want to get my thoughts on college football. Week 13, Andrews. That's next at the window when we return. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this show can get a deposit bonus of up to $500. Here's how it works. Create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, make a deposit, place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it with a 50% bonus of up to $500. This offer is eligible for all users, plus new users will get a risk-free bet of up to $200. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey-only eligibility restrictions apply. See the website for details, and we are back in at the window on the Sports Grid TV network, Pluto TV channel 517, Zumo TV channel 719, Stir, YouTube, Instagram. Once again, follow us at Sports Grid TV on Instagram. Like our videos, our picks, and uh, they do a great job posting that every day. So you can keep track, get some free picks and some free advice on sports gambling, sports wagering on Instagram at Sports Grid TV and also on YouTube, Sports Grid Network. Search for us. All right, Drew. College football, and before we have Pete Futek on from College Football News, as we do every Friday, 
looking at the big game of the week, Ohio State-Penn State, top 10 matchup, ESPN game day, they'll be in Columbus. The Big Ten Network will be in Columbus. And also Fox will be in Columbus. All three will be there for this big game doing their pregame shows. So it's going to be crowded there um, in Columbus, Ohio for this game. Um, 18 and a half, the spread. Ohio State favored in this one. What do you think? Where are you going? What's your lean? I'll let you go first on this one before I, I chime in. You got a lean here one way or the other? Or are you going to pass on this one? You know, Sean, I, I really wanted to get after the Buckeyes on this, and I, I didn't think that the odds makers would have it in them to put the number up this high, but sure enough, they did. And it's enough to scare me off of it, man. I think quarterback, <laughs> you know, the Buckeyes, the defense, the Buckeyes. Uh, just talent overall, Buckeyes. Um, coaching, maybe not so much. Uh, I think Franklin's a little bit underrated, one of the better coaches in college football. But uh, overall, man, it's Buckeyes are pass, and the line is just a little bit too steep for me. So, yeah, I'm going to be passing. I-, I like that answer. I don't love the game, but I'll give you a pick here. Look at Ohio State's results this year. We all know they're undefeated, right? They played Florida Atlantic 45-21. Cincinnati, 42-0. Indiana, 51-10. Miami of Ohio, 76-5. Nebraska, 48-7. Michigan State, 34-10. Northwestern, 52-3. You're getting where I'm going here, right, Drew? Wisconsin, 38-7. Maryland, 73-14. Great job by the Terrapins there. And last week, Rutgers, 56-21. They pulled their starters uh, in the second half, but they did not cover, ironically. They didn't cover the 52-point spread there in that game. But they have not, they've beaten opponents by at least 24 points. The closest game, the closest game, 24 points, that was against Michigan State. Drew, looking at this game, Penn State, they struggle with pass defense. We saw it uh, with uh, Tanner Morgan, Minnesota. He had a field day. Those receivers had a field day, put up numbers. Last week against Indiana, uh, Peyton Ramsey, the quarterback, put up numbers, 371 passing yards on this Penn State pass defense. Justin Fields can throw the football. He has great receivers, great weapons on the outside. I don't think this game's going to be close. I think Ohio State covers this 18.5-point spread against an overrated Penn State football team. Penn State, they played a, you know, a schedule that's tougher than what Ohio State has played. I'll grant it. I'll give you that, Drew, right? Because Ohio State hasn't played tough opponents up until this week. And then they, we all know they have Michigan next week. I think they easily cover the 18 and a half because of that poor pass defense of Penn State. And really, Penn State hasn't impressed me. They lost to Minnesota. They, you know, Iowa, they barely beat by five points. You talk about Michigan. Michigan, in the second half, they look like the better team. They lost by a touchdown, but Michigan looked like the better team. And had they gone to the overtime, I think they would have won that game, Michigan. But that being said, they did not. Uh, Penn State won. And it's on the road in Columbus. I think that... The, the Buckeyes, Justin Fields, get it done. I think they win by 18 and a half over. Look, Sean, I'm with you, man. You're making a compelling case here. And I, I'll add in the fact, you know, the Nittany Lions on the road haven't really looked that good. You know, that Maryland game where Maryland just uh, kind of went into a, a, a little cave and hid. Yeah, exactly. But in the other three, at, at Iowa, at Michigan State, and at Minnesota, which they lost outright, the offense didn't necessarily play well. Um, I, I, you're right, man. I, I, I'm with you. I like Ohio State. It's just the number. They you know, cover, you, you though, brought up Drew. The- Ohio State usually covers. They didn't cover last week, as I mentioned. But Ohio State usually covers the number against the spread. Yeah, they went on a good run, they, yeah. but you brought up the FAU game. FAU slipped in the back door in that that week one. You know, could it be a situation where Penn State does the same this upcoming week? You worried about that? 
Sure. I mean, uh, always worried whenever uh, uh, two teams that, historically speaking, they play close games, Drew. You know, these two teams, unlike uh, Michigan, Penn State's actually beaten Ohio State in the last uh, five, six years, okay? So that's impressive, you know? Uh, so uh, granted, I, I get the history and and, and divisional, uh, you know, conference foes, as I, I should say. So th- Franklin's not going to be surprised, and, and he's a good coach. We don't know about Ryan Day yet. He's he, first year. We'll see uh, where he goes from here, and, and he needs more of a track record. But So yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if this game was close, but I, I think the numbers just point to Ohio State just being that much better than this Penn State football team. So I think they cover the 18 and a half now. We do know they might be looking towards Michigan the week after. So does that play a little bit into this? I don't think so. Penn State game day is going to be there. I think the Buckeyes will be ready to go from the get. So I I like them to cover the 18 and a half in this game. How about another game, Drew? Um, Big one on on the docket, and it's right in your neck of the woods. You got A&M Georgia. 13-point favorites, the Bulldogs at home in Athens. What's your uh, lean on this one? You gonna you have a side or are you going to pass on this one? Um, you, you know, Sean, this is an interesting one in between the hedges here. Uh, Texas A&M, you know, a lot of people kind of down on them. But when you go back over their schedule, they've kind of beat everybody they should have beat. And, you know, the Auburn game was kind of a toss-up, which they lost. But they lost everybody they should have lost to. Yeah. So it, it's kind of like they've gone down the road of what everybody thought. Um, Georgia, you know, it's Jake Fromm and a really good defense. They can run the ball as well. Um, if Jake Fromm plays a great game like he did a la in the, in the outdoor cocktail party, um, Georgia's going to be a tough team to stop for anybody, and that includes the LSU's, Bama's, and Ohio State's of the world, just because it, it, he was a playmaker, man. He's making plays in the Little League World Series. He's making plays <laughs> on the stage in the SEC, uh, biggest games in the SEC here, Sean. So overall, I'm not looking to step in front of Georgia, plus the fact Kellen Mond, the quarterback for Texas A&M, anytime he's had to step up in a big game, He's really crumbled and not yeah. looked good. So against the good defensive line that Georgia has, I wouldn't look for Monda to, to perform very well in Sanford Stadium on Saturday. I'm with you on that, and I'm going to pass on this game. And for Texas A&M, though, they're battle-tested. They had a tough schedule. At Clemson, they lost 24-10. Uh, Clemson did not cover. They got that late touchdown. Made me some money, so I was really in on that. But um, so, but they were dominated by, by the, the, the Clemson Tigers. They lost to Auburn. They played Alabama. They lost 47-28. And now they go at Georgia. Then the next week, they're at LSU. What, what, what is that? I mean, poor uh, Jimbo Fisher there and Kellen Mond. What a tough schedule this year. Yeah, it's life in the SEC West there, Sean. Some of these schedules, man. You can Jeez. see why a lot of these SEC West teams get the benefit of the doubt in the rankings. I don't necessarily disagree with it just because it's a gauntlet in that uh, division there on that side of the SEC, Sean. But, Drew, they're due for a big win, don't you think? And I'm rooting for it because I want chaos. I want some chaos because, you know, if Georgia were to lose, that would be interesting. And, and we're you know, uh, maybe there would be some chaos with Alabama moving up to four for at least a week there uh, if they continue to, to win. And they have a, a tough foe in uh, Western Carolina this week. So you never know if they'll uh, win that game. Um, I kid. But uh, Mac uh, Jones should get the start there, quarterback, with two out for the year. But – I want I want all the top teams. I'm rooting against them. I'm, I'm rooting for Penn State to beat Ohio State. I, I want some chaos, and, and, and I want uh, some debate as to who will get to the college football playoff. So uh, I'm yes. rooting for these teams, right? 
I'm with you. I mean, chaos would be fun. And, and heck, more times than not, Sean, we get it. Every now and again in college football, it's quiet going into the end. I hope that's not the case this year. If Georgia goes down to Texas A&M, that could open the floodgates here. And uh, heck, there's no two teams that would be happier about it than, uh, what, Oregon and uh, Utah. Utah. That would open the door for the Pac-12 as well. What would really open the door for the Pac-12 would be if LSU were to lose to Arkansas um, <laughs> this week. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen Drew, uh, 42 and a half favorites in this one, LSU and Joe Burrow. Do they continue their winning ways and, and do they cover this big number? The battle for the golden boot, Sean. It, it used to be a pretty good uh, rivalry here when Arkansas yeah. back in the Darren McFadden days were running all over the place. Now, not so much. Um, I don't know. I'm not stepping in front of LSU. This is yeah, your grandma's either. LSU offense, man. They can make numbers look small. And Arkansas lost, what, 40 to 19, something of that nature against Western Kentucky. So going against uh, the Bayou Bengals, Sean, it's uh, LSU or pass for me. I think Coach O and company, they roll here. Yeah, here's one I will play. I'm, gonna, I'm passing on that one as well. Illinois, 15 and a half point dogs on the road in Iowa City against the Hawkeyes. I like Illinois, just the way they're playing. Lovey Smith, they're playing for him. What are they, They've won four in a row. They're playing much better. Iowa, they love to play these drag-it-out, knock-em-out football games. Yeah, they beat Minnesota. Then that By four points, it, it was what we expected. They jumped up to that big lead, and then Minnesota came back. That's what Iowa does, right? Iowa State, they won by a point. They lost by five to Penn State, Iowa. They lost by seven to Michigan. Fifteen and a half is a lot to lay if you're the Hawkeyes here at home. I think they'll win the game, but I like Illinois plus 15 and a half. Yeah, especially you're talking uh, lay, laying that many points with an offense that's not very good, Sean. Yeah. They don't put up very many numbers at all. I don't like that profile of bet, man. And I'll also throw one more out here. I know we got Pete Futek coming in. Texas Baylor, that Baylor defensive line at home in Waco. I think they get after Texas. Plus the fact, you know, Herman as an underdog is a, is a great, great bet overall. But uh, Texas has the worst passing defense in the Big 12, I think Baylor's offense rolls. So uh, they've been putting up big numbers and their defensive line getting after Texas. I think the Baylor Bears cover the short number here in Waco. Agreed. Uh, we didn't get to Oklahoma TCU. We'll save that for Pete Futek. College football news. He will join us when we return. At the window on the Sports Grid TV network, Pluto TV, Channel 517. More college football talk. Pete Futek next. Stay with us. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is 
finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Back into At The Window on the SportsGrid TV network. Time to talk more college football and get best bets from Pete Futek, College Football News. Does a great job. Check him out, collegefootballnews.com. And Pete, first, uh, thank you for joining us and, and on Out the Window. Sean Guasamanqui along with Drew Martin here. I'm in Midtown Manhattan, Drew, in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada. But first, I want to give you some praise, Pete. The way you handled the Twitter haters on Saturday night when Baylor was up on Oklahoma 28-3, to and you just really coolly and calmly were just like, don't worry, Oklahoma's going to come back and win this game. Great job by you, Pete. Well, it's yeah, I just it's the way it is. They were going to win that game. They were going to come back. That's how Oklahoma rolls. No, that's my co-host uh, uh, for the CFN podcast. Uh, by the way, we have uh, it's up there on the site right now. We have Chris Felica, the Bear. We are interview with him this week. Uh, but yes, I was ripped on by my cohorts and things, saying things like, "Oh, well, look at Baylor being all great," and uh, <laughs> it, you know how Oklahoma works. They just they have the offense that just runs in spurts like that, and. Uh, they we were able to pull it off, and now it's you know at the end of the day it doesn't matter too much to Baylor uh, if they win this week they're going to go to the, play the Big Twelve Championship again or shot Oklahoma anyway, but uh, still obviously just a gut wrenching loss for the Bears. Yeah, so what do you think about uh, for the Bears this week then? Uh, what's your take on, on the game against Texas? Now it's five and a half. The Bears favored at home, fifty eight and a half the total in that game. 
Yeah, I kind of like the Bears in this only because Texas is so beaten up. They don't have uh, the secondary is just not working. The pass rush for Baylor is still the best in the Big 12. Uh, Sam Ellinger is doing a good job of third down conversions, but they're just overall not playing well enough. This is, you know, the brand name is still there, and that's why people like Texas, but they're just playing like an average Big 12 team. They're just way banged up. They're not physical enough. They don't have enough of a running game to go to rely on. I, I think Baylor kind of bounces back in this, and five and a half is about right. I go light on this because it's a it's a it could shift either way, uh, very fast. Don't like it any more than that because uh, Texas is going to keep this close. Baylor does not play blowout games, so I like Baylor, but very very lightly here. Hey, and Pete, this is Drew Martin. Thanks for joining us again, man. And uh, you know, just to follow up on that Texas game. This weekend, you know, it's starting to hear rumblings. Maybe it's, you know, a, a minority, but still Herman being on the hot seat almost. H- how long do you think he can go here in Austin with mediocrity? And two, do, do you think that he will have success with Texas in the next year, two or three, if he's lucky enough to get that far? Yeah, I mean, to, to, he's not really on a hot seat. They could, if they win and they beat Baylor they're still in the mix of the Big 12 championship. So, I mean, it's not going to happen because Baylor would have to lose at Kansas, I believe it is, coming up. And, you know, Kansas is playing well enough where weird things could happen. But if Texas wins this thing, they're at worst third in the Big 12 this year. So that's not obviously what you're hoping for. Uh, so, But that's, again, he's not on a hot seat. He's probably going to do the thing where a bunch of assistants get fired next. And then I would almost think the flip side and think he's still such a hot coaching commodity that I would almost think that he could still keep following up. Uh, but he's still at Texas for a while. It's still, he's still doing a fine job recruiting. It's just a bad year or mediocre year, uh, again, because you know, look who they lost to. I mean, they've, they've got a couple of uh, – you know, losing to TCU is no okay, but they lose to Oklahoma. They lost to LSU. You know, there's not a whole lot of shame in that. And, again, their secondary is banged up. They've, just, they've gone through just a, just, a, just a array of injuries at running back. They just have not had any real luck this year. And uh, I, I guess follow up here, Pete, with uh, don't want to bury the lead too much. You know, we got Ohio State and Penn State in the Big Ten. Uh, big number here, though, Pete. What, 18 and a half, 19, depending on where you're shopping. Do you think uh, the Buckeyes are deserving of this number? And who do you like in the game? Yeah, I like Ohio State. Just, it's, they, they have not shown a blip. I mean, when they want to try, and like they didn't want to try in the second half against Rutgers, they can, they're just better than everyone else. They're playing better. And the, the, the party line of, well, they haven't really played anybody. And, you know, okay, they haven't played SEC teams, but, you know, blowing up Wisconsin's pretty good. You know, blowing up Michigan State's okay. You know, they, they've, but they've been doing what you're supposed to do against mediocre teams. And they're getting even better. I mean, they already have the number one defense in the country, and now they get back arrested and ready to go chase Young. You know, Justin Field isn't making any mistakes. Their offensive line is bearing everyone. Their special teams have been great. They have been flawless. Penn State's very good, very athletic. They've got the pass rush. They just don't have the consistency uh, with their offense that they're going to need in a game like this. Uh, I like Ohio State to, to win I cover and not have too many problems with it. I, I just I don't think Penn State's as good as everyone thinks. They, everyone saw the Iowa game, and they seem to have lived off that. You know, they beat Michigan at a good first half, rough second half, and that's been about it. So uh, I, I like Ohio State in this.
Yeah, I'm glad you said that, Pete. I'm with you. I like Ohio State to cover. Justin Fields is going to throw all over that Penn State secondary as well. Uh, I, I, look, they're going to cover. They didn't cover last week, as you mentioned, because, yeah, it's Rutgers. Uh, put some backups in, get some playing time. Uh, they'll cover Never, never. Always, t- if, if the world is going to give you 40 points or more, you take them and no matter what. And it works. It just It's insane how this theory works. Look at last week. UMass covers against Northwestern. Yeah. Rutgers covers against Ohio State. This week, it's kind of crazy, but look at some of these. If you're if you really are a degenerate, look at these FBS versus FCS games. You know, and if look at what happens, you know, to a team like Auburn. And if you look at their history, the week before it's not Senior Day, so it, the week before Senior Day, especially if they play Alabama, they tend to just get in, get out, and move on. They don't come up with the you know the sixty-three nothing wipeouts. You know, so just. Anytime everyone wants to, if you want to wake up in the morning up 40-something to nothing, you take the points, and if it works out, it should. If it doesn't work out, all right, bad day. But I, I'm, if you look at the, the trend this year, that seems to be pretty much working. Take so you, the under, underdog. So you like BYU, uh, you like UMass then, versus BYU, 40 points is a spread uh, in that game. <laughs> Usually it works out, right? Just not yeah, in this game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, again, it, it goes against all logic and reason because, you know, think about how hard it is to win by more than 40 points because a couple things have to happen. But the other main thing is, remember, the teams pull their players. Yep. So yep. what tends to happen, like look at the like the UCF-UConn game earlier this year. UCF was killing UConn, and they yanked everybody in the fourth quarter, and UConn gets a oh-by-the-way touchdown late against the third-string UCF guys. So just teams, especially at this late stage of the year, and the other part of this, this that we don't quite know, especially, you know, look at LSU and Arkansas. Of course LSU is going to kill Arkansas, but they got bigger fish to fry. They got to beat Texas A&M next week. They got the SEC championship. I, I'm curious to see, especially in the SEC, how spooked everyone is over the Tua injury. Like if you're at Orgeron, you're going to say, how oh, you're going to coach how you coach and you're going to do what you're going to do. But if you're up 31 nothing. And in the first half on Arkansas, how fast do you pull Joe Burrow? You know, so that's – plus Grant Delpit isn't playing. You know, they're already sort of assuming, okay, this is kind of a win as is, even though this is their SEC West championship, you know, uh, game that they can clinch. Uh, so th- th- games like that, again, it's really hard to win games by more than 40 points. Yeah, you know what, Pete? I'm glad you brought that up because I think that factored into Justin Fields playing against Rutgers. They pulled him awfully quick. News travels quick there, uh, so uh, we'll see how that goes with LSU-Arkansas. Yep. But well, speaking of, of the Tua injury, your thoughts on how this affects the college football rankings? Alabama, are they toast? Are they finished uh, if no big upsets happen? It all depends on what they do against Auburn. And, it, it, again, at the end of the day, the committee can just be like, you know, who's, who are the four best teams? It's going to be a hard justification to get Alabama in over, say, Utah. If Utah goes 12-1 and one and they beat Oregon, who's now currently, according to the college football playoff rankings, number six, that's going to be hard because in the history yeah. of the college football playoff, they have yet to leave out a 12-1 and one Power 5 conference champion over a team that didn't win its own conference or division. Last year, obviously, Ohio State is the first to be left out, but that's because Notre Dame uh, ended up being undefeated. And I know Ohio State was sixth, but I kind of think that you know, had that, that not be a barrier, I think the committee puts them in just to keep that precedent going. Uh, so you're, you're talking about bucking president, precedent there. The other thing is, how much do they beat Auburn by? 
So if they squeak by 26-23 and Mac Jones is just okay, then it's a little bit of a harder sell. Uh, but if they come out, remember when they when Ohio State did it in 2014 with Cardell Jones, they blew away Wisconsin 59-0. It was like, yeah, of course we're one of the four best teams. If Alabama destroys Auburn, now there's your justification for the four best teams. And if it's Oregon that wins the Pac-12 title, well, then if you're the college football playoff committee, you're going to be like, okay, well, this team just beat Auburn at Auburn. This team lost to Auburn. All right, we're going to put it in Alabama. That's a great point, Pete. I'm glad you brought that up. And also, in my opinion, the the playoff committee is going to keep it like this with Alabama above the Pac-12 teams because they're smart. They know that they'll have the chance to switch it at the end when Alabama's sitting at home and Oregon and Utah, the winner, will be playing on championship weekends. So uh, they'll have the opportunity to jump them if they want to and not really look like idiots at the end. But uh, Pete... yeah, yeah, go well, ahead. To that point, they don't think like that. That that's not that's kind of not how they, it's one of the common misconceptions that the playoff committee has an agenda and plays three-dimensional chess by thinking, well, we're going to rank this team here now because later we can move it. They literally go step by step by step and argue each ranking point. And so if they're arguing Alabama right now, they went in that room and they said, well, okay, we're going to take Alabama because, one, we think they're just better, and, two, they lost to the number one team uh, by five points. So uh, they're going to take Alabama right now over Oregon because of that. Now, to your point, where this gets flipped is it, they, they throw out the rankings every week and start from scratch. So we're starting with a clean slate, and at the end of the slate, if all of a sudden now you're adding to the mix Oregon – uh, is at five or Utah's at six or whatever it turns out, or six or seven, whatever it turns out to be at the end. And the winner ends up beating the other one in a Pac-12 title. Now that adds something else to the mix. And then they re-rank accordingly. It's not just as simple as saying, all right, well, this team's one, two, three, and four. And, you know, we can just mix, mess around with it later. Pete, wanted to ask you about the battle for L.A. here. We got UCLA, USC, USC minus 13 and a half or minus 14. One, your opinion here on, on this one in the Coliseum. And also, Clay Helton, the kids haven't quit on him. Do you think he keeps his job? I don't because I, I think that they're going to have to go somewhere else. I mean, it, which is they want Urban. They're not going to get Urban. You know, Urban's going to end up being uh, an NFL coach somewhere. Uh, they're going to have to have a bigger name to, 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 to Clay Helton to come in, either it be a James Franklin or some other A-list guy who uh, would kind of be big enough for that program. Uh, but they've got a great young team. They're going to be a strong team returning next year. Uh, but to your point, you got to beat UCLA. If they lose to UCLA, then it's done because you can't lose to that program two years in a row if you're the USC head coach. And if it's just a squeaker, that won't look great either. Uh, UCLA should keep this relatively close. I like him with the points, kind of in the rivalry aspect, kind of in the Joshua Kelly side of things, that the running game is actually working right now for UCLA. Uh, I don't think they can stop uh, the the passing attack of USC, uh, but USC is not going to be able to run. This UCLA defense isn't playing that poorly yet. So I do think USC wins, but I think UCLA covers. Pete, last question. Uh, under the radar group of five game that you're you're keeping an eye on this weekend, or maybe even even in the power five that we're not talking enough about. But what's your best bet outside the top games that we mentioned? Uh, I don't know about best bets, but the teams that to, to really watch out for is watch out for what happens in the Pac-12, the desert. That is an investment community theory. That be careful of Oregon in late November on the road 
because uh, Arizona, because uh, uh, Oregon has gotten blasted in the past uh, in late mid to late November. So watch out for that, and watch out just in case Arizona's offense rises up and does something weird against Utah. Excellent stuff, Freedom College Football News.com. Pete Futak every Friday right here on At the Window. Thanks, Pete. Have a good one. All right, we need to get to Michigan, Indiana. Tough game for me to handicap. Maybe Drew can do that next. More at the window when we return right here on the Sports Grid TV Network. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Back in, wrapping things up at the window here on a football Friday. Game time decisions with Cam Stewart and Gabe Morenzi comes your way in just a couple of minutes right here on the Sports Grid TV network. Uh, Drew, 
My best bet for NFL real quick, and we'll, I want to get to the CFL, the Grey Cup. The Jets win outright at home against the Oakland Raiders. I like them on the money line, and I like them with the points. Give, give me both. I like the Jets. That's my NFL upset special for this weekend. Drew, the Grey Cup, I don't know if you follow Canadian football. Uh, Gabe Morenzi, he's Canadian, and he was talking about it today earlier on the morning after. And it's just interesting because the teams, the Tiger Cats and the Bombers, they haven't won the Grey Cup in, in a long time. Winnipeg, last one in 1990. Hamilton, last in 1999. Two of the longest droughts in the CFL. So kind of interesting. This Sunday uh, in Calgary, it's Winnipeg against the Hamilton Tiger Cats, the Winnipeg Bombers. Uh, you going to take a look at this game? You going to watch it? Yeah. What, what time is it at? 6 is it during the NFL slate? It's 6 p.m. So, yeah, I guess it is, but it's, it's 6 p.m. Eastern it starts. Okay. Yeah. 3 p.m. Pacific. Yeah. I'm going to take a look at it. I, I, I do like CFL. I think it's a great game. I wish I would have get, gotten into it a little bit more this year. Um, I, I think that it's really exciting. Three down football, throwing the ball down the field. Uh, also, the fact, you know, it, weather in the CFL always matters. So uh, not sure if it's in a dome or not. Obviously, don't know too much about the sport, <laughs> but uh, it's outdoors. Okay, yeah, so uh, yeah, I'll definitely have an eye on it for sure and probably put a bet down. Have to uh, yeah. email some of my, my, my uh, Canadian friends to get an uh, inside hunch on who's going to win. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm going I'm to put a bet. Why not? It'd be, be a lot of fun. And it's one of the things I want to do. I'm gonna, it's on my bucket list. Eventually, I want to make my way to a Grey Cup because I, I hear it's a party all week. You just drink all week and leading up to the game. It's a lot of fun, unlike the Super Bowl, which is mo- mostly a corporate crowd. This is more like a, a fan crowd there according to Gabe Morenzi if he was talking about it earlier so uh, definitely on my bucket list Drew Uh, you have a best bet for this weekend it could be college or pro yeah, I can speak to that a little bit. Super Bowl is, is, is overrated, and, and for Americans, national championship game is underrated, so I, I would steer people to the national championship game for a lot of what you were saying, the corporate reasons. Kentucky, Mount St. Mary's, Kentucky, only with seven or eight scholarship players. Bet the under 129 Kentucky game tonight. Awesome. Thank you, Drew. Good luck this weekend with your bets, and I've been to both the Super Bowl and a national championship game. I agree, but if you get into the good parties, Super Bowl's a lot of fun, too. All right, Drew. Speak to you on Monday, man. Best of luck. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.